Hello, welcome to another episode of After 5 at Jumix. It's been quite a while since we have uploaded a new episode due to unforeseen circumstances, but we are back again right now. Uh, this episode, of course, we have me, Diana here and also Sans. Hi everyone, Sans still here. So uh, this episode, we're going to go back to the fundamentals because since it's the fifth episode and we haven't really actually talked about what is After 5 at Jumix, you know, like everyone will be asking me, oh, so what's this podcast about? And I don't know what to say, but we actually have a more clearer direction now after doing so many episodes. So today we are going to go back to the fundamentals and talk about Sans. Who, who, who is Sans, you know? Yes, just a very quick introduction about myself first, okay? So I'm an entrepreneur who started my business back in 2014 when I'm just uh, 24 years old. So I achieved my first million dollars when I'm 26, which is two years after I started the business. To me, this is actually very unbelievable. And to me, it was like a dream. And because the business I do was uh, total bootstrap, I have no capital to begin with. I have no background, no resources. And I literally put in just 300 ringgit, which is about $70 to buy a domain and a hosting. And that's how I started the business. So I was working day and night and literally had no life at all for the first two to three years of the business. But I was lucky to meet some good people, you know, they gave me a chance to work with them. Even though I have no background, I have no experience of doing this at all. Okay, before you continue, when you say that you had no life and, and people might think that it's too good to be true, that how did you even, you know, earn your first million dollar at 26 years old? So can you tell us more? What is no life? Like, can you explain more how, how what you mean about no life? Okay, to me, because I was working about 16 to 18 hours a day. So I don't go out. I just work at my home, you know, inside that little corner. For some of you, if you have receiving my email, you will see that picture of the mini office I had in my home. And that is where I spend 16 to 18 hours per day working there. So I reject all those kind of invitations from friends when they want to hang out, when they want to go to party, you know, I just rejected all of them. I just focused mainly on building the business. Mm, so you sacrificed a lot just to build this business from scrap? Yes, I did. Okay. So how did you actually come up with this name, Jumix? At first, when I when I first uh, entered Jumix, I saw us sense like, what is Jumix? Like, why of all is Jumix? Okay, you'll be surprised with the answer. So Okay, so yes, a lot of people ask the same questions, okay? But the word Jumix is actually an original word that I created. I thought of it myself. So it's just some words out of the blue. It is not a Spanish or it's not a English or whatever language. It's just a unique word that I created. Because I know if I were to create a brand that's memorable and people can easily remember it, it needs to be very simple and easily pronounced and remember. So Jumix to me, I think is easily can be remembered and I can pronounce it easily as well. Like Jumix. Yeah. But did anyone mispronounce our name before? Like um, what was the... Not really until they see the new logo that my ex looks like a K. Some of oh, them were pronounced okay. as Jumix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, if I were to type it out in like an email or something, no one get it wrong. Mm. Yeah. In fact, they, they actually thought my name is Jumix. Jumix? Yeah. So they call me, hey, Jumix. <laughs> Something like that. Because your actual name is harder. People always yes. don't know how to uh, pronounce S-A-N-Z. Yes. So, so, so they don't pronounce sense. They call me Jumix instead. 
So okay. Jumix is a to me is a successful word that is easy to remember. So uh, from the start, we understand that uh, you started with web designing and then after that, how did you come up with all the services that Jumix provide today? So Jumix is actually a brand that I created to challenge the status quo. It's a brand that I created for people who are tired of the conventional stuff, who are tired of the old ways of doing things for the modern people. And it's also a brand that I created for the underdogs like me to achieve success. People who have no background, who have no resources, to, to be able to achieve dream or to be able to achieve the objective of their life without any kind of resources provided from their family. Mm. All right. Uh, I think a lot of people know what are you doing right now. Like we, everyone knows what are we doing right now. But then can you please tell us what was your past? Okay. So back in when I'm still 17 years old, uh, I was in high school from five. So I started by selling streetwear at forums and also to my classmates. Okay. okay, so that that was the first e-commerce related kind of activities that I do. So back then there was no famous marketplace like Lazada, Shopee. We just sell it at the forum called Street Thing. And that is where all the streetwear guys gather. So I would do buy and sell online at that time. Afterwards, when I move on to college, so I study this e-commerce and marketing, which is the topic that I'm really interested in. So at that moment, I was trading also. I was selling these smartphone accessories like phone cases and so on so that I can gather the money to buy my first smartphone, which is a Samsung Galaxy S2. <laughs> okay. okay. So from this kind of experience, I, I have the opportunity to learn about e-commerce in a real-life situation. After I graduated from college, I got into my first job, which is with a web hosting company. A web hosting company is, is a company that sells you domain and hosting that can host your website files. So inside, I've learned a lot of things about web design, server, you know, e-commerce payment and so on. So from there, I get a lot of experience of doing the work that I do today. So after one year and nine months later, I decided to quit and start my own web design company. What made you quit during that time? Because I saw opportunity of doing things differently because there's a lot of freelancers out there they just charge a very low price but they are not responsible they're not committed to their clients so after they've done the website they, they are gone they, are dis they disappear or there are also other companies established companies that did the website for their clients but they didn't teach or they didn't give the chance for the customer's website to grow so there's no money generated from the website so I see an opportunity that I combine my experience of e-commerce design and also digital marketing into one roof so that after I've designed a website for the company, then I will help them to do digital marketing, which will then bring their websites to the next level and they can now earn money through their website. I see. So I could say that you started, you actually went hands-on from the start to the finish on the whole e-commerce process. Could you say so? Yes, yes. That's right. So, so when you were learning that curve, you were also improvising on what kind of services that you can provide today. Yes, because in this industry, the things grow very quickly. We are still in a business and technology field and technology changes rapidly years after years. So we will also need to fine-tune our services and fine-tune our brand to fit the market. Just a little sharing here from the start to right now, what was the biggest change that you've experienced in e-commerce? I think based on the Malaysian market, the biggest shift is that the consumer's behavior. When I first started, 
people don't believe in e-commerce at all. They have big doubt when it comes to, oh, you have to buy something online. Is it trustable? Does it even exist or is it just a scam on the internet? Mm. So this is one of the biggest changes. And the second one is the things move more quickly right now. So back then, the logistic and also the whole payment process, the ordering process is longer as compared to nowadays. And there's a, a lot of negotiation going on back then because the lack of trust, because you need to talk to the seller privately. Is it new? Is it legit? Is it? Can you show me more pictures? This kind of negotiation process back then was very tedious and long. And right now, because people believe in e-commerce, so the transaction is very quick. And you see just this year or last year, the transaction made and completed in Lazada or Shopee, how many millions or billions have been done in Malaysia alone. So that is the biggest changes throughout the 10 years of my experience in e-commerce. Cool, cool. I, I think I did see that as well. Like even for the past three years when I've been more active on e-commerce, even the logistic wise, the communication wise, it is a lot faster and you can literally buy something online today and it's, it's at your doorstep tomorrow. Yes, and even Amazon right now, they do same day delivery. Yeah. Maybe four hours. Hey, even on Taobao. Is even yes, I think in the future, they want instant delivery. Yeah. Just after they click the button, they want the item to appear right next to them. I, I think that's a, a little bit too quick, but yeah, maybe magic. a few minutes would be better. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's continue with the next one is what services Jumix provide? So in Jumix, we help brands and companies to go to the next level by providing them services like branding, Okay, so branding includes like name card design, logo design, and the whole concept and brand development. And the second one, we provide, of course, website and e-commerce website design, and we develop the whole website for them together with all the payment processes and the features included. And lastly, we do digital marketing. So we help them to get more sales or get more leads through efforts like CPC, which is cost per click, advertising maybe in Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, or we also do content marketing as well. I think content marketing is mainly the few things that we think is a successful way of doing marketing because a lot of brands are out there selling, hard selling their products without actually telling people why are they doing this. So it comes to today on why are we doing this podcast it's as well, I think. Yes, actually different types of marketing have different purposes and in different life cycle, you need to use different strategy. But content marketing is more to like the first few stage. So if you have a very good content, all your CPC and all your PPC ads is going to work really well. So if you don't invest in content marketing, then you're going to have a hard time or you need to spend more money in your PPC marketing. Yeah, the reason why I'm highlighting this point is because I see a lot of agencies on their digital marketing service, they will actually include things like uh, one free festival post greeting. You know, this kind of post, like how attractive it is for, is this even marketing? I don't think it's marketing, right? I don't think so because in Malaysia, you know, there are people who just want to deliver volume. They don't want to deliver quality stuff. So some people are attracted to the numbers, meaning I give you like 10 pieces of this item, you feel like, oh, so worth, I have 10. But in fact that if I give you one quality content instead of 10 not quality content, is going to work better than 10. So, But some people are attracted to high numbers of quantity, so they are going there for a reason. The agency are providing this quantity of works for a reason. So since we are at this topic of content marketing, would you think that doing podcasting is actually a way of doing content marketing? Yes, definitely. 
Okay, why do you think so? Because podcast, you only use voice. And voice to me, I believe, is the future. People can listen to this podcast while they are doing some other things. Maybe they are preparing breakfast. Maybe they are washing the dishes. Maybe they are driving. They only need their ears to be active when they want to listen to our podcast. Their eyes, their hands, their legs, their body can be doing some other things, but they can still listen to our podcast. So podcasting is a good content strategy. So after so long, after going through who you are, what you do and everything, now it's back to our main point, right? The point of this episode. What is After 5 at Jumix? So After 5 at Jumix is the thing that we really want to do for some time. And the motive of After 5 at Jumix is actually to provide a platform for us to share about our knowledge, about tips and tricks, and also some news that we have on hand. We want to share it to our clients, to the public, and so on. We don't want this content and values of knowledge to be wasted. And we also want this to be the platform that we can teach people how to run their own business and achieve success without having a big capital like me. Afterwards, I also hope this podcast to provide values to my existing clients so they can carry our knowledge and carry our tips on the go. They can be driving, they can be hopping in between meetings so they can listen to our podcast and get themselves prepared for the meetings or so on. And this podcast, we also hope we can get connected with more people because we are going to invite more people to our podcast as well. So we also hope to share their knowledge and share other people's experience to all of you who are listening right now. I think mainly is to really provide someone, I mean, people out there with a voice to share whatever that they're going through as a business person or entrepreneur. This road is actually quite lonely, I would say. Like you won't be able to find the exact same person that is going through the same thing, but at least you can get some little tips and advice here and there to push you forward. Yes, you might find some other people who go through a similar experience as you. If there's something you can relate, then I hope this podcast will be beneficial to you who are listening. Yeah, and from me that I have recently been into podcasting, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts as well. It really gave me an insight of what is happening at the opposite side of the world. Like it's very important to listen and learn what people are doing. It's not to copy, but I think there's nothing is original out there. And it always comes from someone's idea to give you another inspiration to build a better idea. Yes, And I don't want to keep this episode for too long. So I hope this episode will give you a good idea and picture of what we are doing here. And if you are interested in what we are going to share next, please remember to follow this podcast at Spotify, at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and also subscribe to our channel on YouTube. So this is San Steel. This is Diana signing out. Goodbye.